0: Hi everyone, welcome to the new F1 podcast, Did You Watch the Race? With myself, Colm. And myself, Jason. So I'm, I've am i been watching F1 for the past three years. I got in the second wave of Drive to Survive. Already jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah, or the second wave of the bandwagon.
1: Uh, and yourself? Yeah. The best, the best wave to jump on. I've been watching F1 for about 15 years now, so
0: uh have a reasonable idea of what's going on in it. Yeah. So we'll be going through the races each week. And Jason will be giving his perspective as a long-time viewer, and I'll be giving a more novel perspective as someone who doesn't know all the rules yet. But <laughs> yeah, you don't need to know them all, yeah.
1: And we're going to be playing some fun games, some uh, punny games. We're going to be look taking a look at F1 fantasy every so often to give you a little bit of a help out with your team. And uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy the show. Did you watch the race? No, actually. Oh, well, we're
0: off to a flying start here, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, no, I was I was abroad, and then. Uh, My uh, night TV wasn't uh, working. Classic, yeah. One of the sponsors of the show. Yeah, night TV. Uh, Watch them every week. Give us money.
1: Uh, I assume you watch the highlights,
0: though. Yeah, I watch the highlights on YouTube just so. What was your overarching view of the of the race? Red Bull dominance, and Alonso made the race exciting. Yes, Red Bull
1: dominance is going to be terrifying for the season. Yeah. Like, after five laps, I think Max was five and a half seconds ahead of Leclerc, Jesus. and then we just didn't really see him for the rest of the race. They, it was nice, actually, that they, they did, every so often, pop <laughs> him up on the screen, just like, oh, there's Max, he's...
0: Just a reminder.
1: Yeah, he's somewhere off in the distance.
0: Now, I also see, well, from my understanding, it looked like Ferrari dropped the ball again, or was that just uh blip? Well, Leclerc... Sure blowing retired. up, yeah. Was well, not what? It didn't actually say what happened, it just had a, it, uh, him
1: retiring. Yeah, he didn't actually blow up, so it just ran out of power, really. It just showed him slowly grinding to a halt. The engine, the, you could hear the engine had cut out, and it was just like the gearbox making the noise. He got pulled over to the side of the road, and then just looked like a lost child for the next few minutes. Was he um, angry? I feel like he usually loses his temper. No, at this point he just looked... Dishevelled Dejected (laughs) He just looked like He wanted to be Anywhere apart from On the side of that track But I think like The writing was on the wall From during the race I don't like I don't think it was Necessarily just the retirement That made him look like that It was the Oh god What's going to happen This season (laughs) Kind of Yeah
0: fair Mercedes they didn't have any uh, Didn't look like
1: They were too involved either Uh, No Mercedes did not Have a great race They really didn't have The pace to to challenge Even the Aston Martins uh, You know The Aston Martin Looks
0: absolutely great though. I don't know if that's because Alonso's doing really well or if they genuinely have a fantastic car this year or it was just the circuit. Uh, I think it's a combination of yeah, all of firm. the above. Um, Alonso looked great, Stroll looked
1: great considering he hasn't been in the car that much. But they Oh, look, that's right. I forgot he was injured. Yeah, so uh, and injured. Yeah, so yeah. a combination of not having time in the car plus so... The rumour is, yeah, he had surgery on his wrist, so he's a couple of screws in or plates in while it's recovering. You could see him during the race. He was every so often going kind to of rest in his hand and kind of push with his palm up on the steering wheel to just, just get that bit of a break on it. But for all intents and purposes, yeah, Aston Martin look like they are faster than Mercedes, and they look like they're not going to be a million miles off Ferrari at most tracks. Leclerc was comfortably ahead of, of Alonso and Sainz when he retired, so I don't think, you know, driver diff.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think that'll make an exciting, like, for second place, I guess.
1: Yeah. For the um, instructors, at least. Yeah, I think we're going to have one of those seasons where we disregard first and second place and have a great time from third down. Yeah, Aston Martin just seemed to be able to manage her tyres very well during the race, like Alonso. So when Alonso pulled up Science towards the end of the, the, the stint, he just seemed to have so much more grip, so much more confidence around every turn. And he was pulling, he, he had confidence in the car the whole way through the race. The move he pulled on Hamilton, you could see Hamilton. Oh, I did see that. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you could see Hamilton just was not expecting him to, to make a move down there. That's yeah. really not a normal overtaking spot. Yeah, he I just, think he tried the same thing on, on Science like a couple of laps later didn't he? He did and I'm surprised we didn't hear a team radio from Ferrari to say to Sainz where he had done Hamilton in Sainz blocked it quite well, he defended quite well Yeah now again it might be his in better car or whatever but, but a better driver in that, in
0: that scenario um, I know it looked, it looked like he knew what was going on so I think maybe his engineers told him to be wary of that corner Yeah Because Alonso you could see him gearing up because he was going around the outside and then you could see him starting to take the inside corner so, yeah, but Lonzo, yet yeah, looked like every time he
1: was behind another car trying to overtake, he was all over the rear axle. He knew the car was going to stick with him. So he had just supreme confidence in the car and his own abilities and that he was going to be able to get it around. Because he, he hit every apex during an overtake as well. Yeah. It, it wasn't that he was forcing drivers off the track. They were all clean overtakes on what would usually you would think be a better car. So... Yeah, when you look at Stroll's performance as well, I think that that shows that the Aston Martin really has potential for this season. Um, And they were correct to change up their their whole ethos of the car development last year, go for the Red Bull concept. And they're really paying the dividends for it now, especially considering where Ferrari and Mercedes are.
0: They have a new team principle, don't they?
1: They have a new team principle. So they have now, this is the first car fully designed by the ex-Red Bull aerodynamicist, who is effectively Adrian Newey's protege. Is this from last year or the year before? So Dan Fallows started last season with Aston Martin, obviously he'd come over from Red Bull, he's the, now the chief aerodynamicist, so he would have worked a lot under Adrian Newey with many of the cars he built, obviously Adrian Newey, is the legend of the, the aerodynamics yeah. side of the sport. Have his book in there, I haven't touched it yet. <laughs> I've heard it's good. Well, me too. You know, I wouldn't be a big reader. Um, um, and the team
0: principal is, uh, is Mike Crack. Mike Crack? Yep. Mike, We're if loud. you're
1: listening, good guy. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they really seem to have got their house in order. So, and it's not... This is what everyone's talking about this season, that it's not just getting the right concepts, getting the right people behind with the budget cap in. It's efficiency of how you're spending your money, not how much money you're spending. So Aston Martin have gotten in a lot of top talent from other teams, from Red Bull, from
0: Mercedes. They really seem to be put to good use. Have they been buying up a lot of people? I think I've heard that. They're yeah. buying up a lot of Mercedes and Red Bull engineers.
1: Yeah, that's it. They're, they're able to so sell, sell them on the this new team, basically. You know, mm. they're, they're trying to reinvent themselves as one of the front-running teams. I said Alonso's fairly happy at this stage. And I think he would have been a big part of... Get, it, it, it's one of those, which comes first, the chicken and the egg, where it's, if you have a great driver, you'll get great staff in to help them. And if you have great staff, you'll get great drivers in. So they obviously had Vettel in and they'd sold him on the idea of it. He brought it as far as he could and now Alonso has stepped in. And yeah, like if you're... This is probably the first good career move Alonso has made in a... Since he's In, come back. Since he started racing, since he left Renault the first time around, really. Is Renault where he won his first two? I thought he won with McLaren, no? No, so he won two with McLaren, or sorry, he won two with Renault, then moved to McLaren for Hamilton's rookie season, oh. and then left after one season because of the fallout of the team and Spygate ah. and not being treated how he wanted to, and there was multiple different uh, issues issues would be one way of putting it yeah and that's when
0: Hamilton went on to win one his second season was it or Hamilton like his... won the second
1: season yeah when Alonso had left he was the clear number one driver in the team mm. but yeah Aston Martin really seemed to have got their got their house in order and they're ready to really make a big push on I've seen a stat that they've already gotten 40% of their points from last season in one race
0: God, that's mad.
1: Aston Martin seemed to yeah, really have their house in order for the season. The car was great on tyre management as well. Alonso seemed to be able to keep pumping the lap times in the whole way through the race. Yeah, it uh, looked like Ferrari just eating up the tyres. Yeah, and same with Mercedes. They, they they both were. Now, obviously, Bahrain is probably one of the most abrasive tracks on the calendar, but they still seem to be, fr- from almost probably lap three, lap four, both Ferraris and Mercs were in tyre management mode the whole way through the race. When they come out off new off a pit stop you were expecting them to really start pushing on and they never did like I think there was one stage in the second stint uh, Hamilton was quite a bit ahead of Alonso they got the undercut on Alonso and Alonso just chewed up the gap straight away and then by the time he got Hamilton
0: he still had more tyres than Hamilton to overtake him I think the same thing happened to George and Stroll didn't it and George coming out of the pits I think Stroll got him just from on Yeah, George couldn't heat up the tyres quick enough yeah exactly yeah um, and just rinsed him into turn one coming out of the pits
1: which you know if you you wouldn't expect Lance Stroll to be overtaking George Russell on track on merit on pace on a
0: uh, on daddy's here, money on daddy
1: <laughs> you know somebody has to do it yeah but here we are so yeah Aston Martin are going to be taking the fight right Red Bull for the early part of the season obviously Mark are looking at upgrades from Imola mm. and Baku but they, they seem positive about them
0: during testing now they seem less positive about them. But also, just in terms of what what I saw of the highlights of the race, it doesn't look like Aston Martin are going to be bringing the fight to Red Bull, but more about bringing it to Ferrari and Mercedes. It doesn't look like Red Bull are going to be touched this season.
1: Yeah, well, like that that would not been Aston Martin's goal at the start of the season. Yeah. they want they wanted to get in in amongst yeah. us. Also, one race, it's hard to tell. Uh, yeah, so. where we we can only it's going to change track to track. And that there might be tracks where, again, where where the tyre management is going to be less, where there's less abrasive surfaces, like Saudi Arabia, you will see Mercedes and Ferraris coming back into it a bit more. But overall, Red Bull look untouchable. Max being told to go 0.7 above his delta during the race. So on each lap to, to go slower, basically, GP was arguing with him the whole way through the race. <laughs> will you please slow down, Max? No, there's a bit of that it is where they manage in tyres for a safety cards. There's nearly always a safety card. Sounds rain. like the most reasonable
0: theory, like... If there was a safety car and they're all bunched up and they had to come in to change their tyres.
1: Yeah, or not even change tyres, just to to save enough. To be
0: on worse worse tyres.
1: Yeah, but it's very hard to look past them after the first race to see where. And you can see it from the body language from Ferrari and Mercedes. They just did not look like they wanted to be there. They wanted to get out of there, get their their heads into the books and see what they can do for Saudi Arabia.
0: So I saw there was a couple of DNFs. I think there was Leclerc, Ocon and Piastri.
1: Yeah, so McLaren whenever it rains it pours they'd probably the worst weekend they could have expected
0: what happened to Piastri's car was he just
1: engine issues or electrical faults so he was losing gears as he was coming in around the lap they brought him into the pit stop they tried to change the steering wheel to see if it was just an issue in the software in it the lovely little McLaren boot logo came in and you could hear the Windows XP noise and uh yeah even with that there was just nothing coming out of it so electrical faults throughout the car they didn't really specify any further on where it was
0: oh that's a really shit debut for him then isn't it
1: yeah I'd say he was just looking around him saying I waited a year for this
0: he waited a year and caused all this drama
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) just the DNF yeah it really wasn't worth it was it no Uh, and then Norris obviously had Norris had a pneumatic issue so that's why he had six five six pit stops oh I didn't see anything about him No uh, No he wasn't in at all Fair enough He was in the On the TV a lot So he was in the pits Yeah five six times They had to basically Keep topping up a pneumatic tank So the engines use They don't use springs Just for the valves They'll use pneumatic air To control them And he was basically Running out of air During the race So they had to pit him Every ten odd laps To fuck To fill up the tanks Yeah so it actually looked made him look a li- little bit better any time he came out behind any of the front runners Hamilton, Alonso. He was behind Hamilton for quite a while and keeping up the pace with Hamilton. But it was probably because he was constantly on fresh tyres. Yeah, fair. But yeah, a weekend really to forget for, for McLaren. And then obviously Leclerc, yeah, we touched on just pulled over uh, I think the uh, it's
0: reliability issues
1: yeah engine just cut out which obviously Ferrari had said that was what they'd spent a lot of time working on over the winter and they'd gotten extra power out of the engine because they were so happy with their reliability. but uh, one race in and he is not only one engine down now obviously they, they, could, oh, still re- fuck, they right, could still yeah. repair that, that engine but they had to replace the energy store and control electronics they only get two of them a season so Leclerc already Staring down the barrel of... That is a terrible start to the season. Yeah, staring down the barrel of possible penalties not that oh far God. into the season. Now, look, they might be able to repair them, but yeah. we'll yeah. have to wait and see.
0: I feel like I don't want to jump on the bandwagon of, oh, Ferrari's fucked up again. But it's also... This is the... It's how often it happens. Like... Every season. <laughs> every season, every, every fourth race or something. They, they really are the uh,
1: epitome of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory over the last... <laughs> 10 to 12 years of the sport yeah now again look we're one race in it's too hard to tell what Fred has done coming in It's it, 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 he's going to need a season anyway also the car would have been
0: massively in development obviously before he came in so. yeah
1: exactly so so this season is a bit of a freebie for him get his house in order as much as he can get get them working as a cohesive unit I think he's going to have a a job on his hands to keep Leclerc optimistic about getting into the car every week Science seemed he's going to wag the finger on him like Benotter did He's gonna to have to wag a lot of cash, I think. I'm just saying, please, please don't leave. Please.
0: Well, he can't leave. He's contracted for two more years.
1: Yes, contracted. Kind of, yeah, um, but I imagine there's obviously
0: Bites or whatever. And
1: yeah, and you don't like you know that you don't want a driver getting into the car looking for the exit door. Yeah, at the start of the season. Um, so they're going to have to do something to to keep him happy because he's too good a driver to be. Do you think Signs will jump ship? No, because I don't think where would he jump to. That's I, fair. I, I. Other than I say, Aston Martin. Maybe. Uh, other than a, well, well, he's hardly going to kick Alonso, and he's definitely not going to kick Stroll. So,
0: I don't know. Daddy Stroll, I give up. Leave. Daddy Stroll, looking for a baby science. I wonder what would happen if Lance decided to quit. Would Lawrence just up and leave as well? Yeah, like it's like it's quite the. You know when
1: people drop out of college and their parents are disappointed in them because they put money into it. Yeah, you but know? I wonder is it a chicken
0: and egg situation. Like Lawrence this? has
1: put a lot of money into this.
0: Yeah, but does he put it in his, of his own volition? And his son happens to be there. It's like oh, I might as well drive for my team. Uh, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. I don't yeah. think
1: it's a. Uh, I don't think it's as clear cut as, Lance saying, "Hey, I want this team." Yeah, Daddy, go and buy it, please. But I don't think it's also. Yeah, Lawrence would not have bought the team. You would imagine if it wasn't for. Lance being in it. But, you know, everyone... Priorities change over time. Yeah. But, yeah, Ferrari are really going to have to... Pull their socks up. Get their yes. shit together. Yeah. Um, if, the, if they want to keep Leclerc around. Because, yeah, like I said, he's he's too good a driver to be wasting
0: away in the side of the track. Yeah. But I'm also, if you're saying Leclerc would be looking to leave, where would he leave to? I don't see him going anywhere else. Yeah, because, obviously, Mercedes isn't the seat...
1: That it once was to get into. I don't see Red Bull ever taking a driver like that
0: in their second seat. No, I could see them getting rid of Perez. Yes, well, definitely. I could see Helmut Marco trying to get <laughs> rid of Perez. I don't know. He already is. Is he? Yeah, from
1: the start of the season, he's kind of been like... He just takes these notions, doesn't he? Yeah, like he was telling Perez like, oh, don't forget, like Daniel Ricciardo's watching you there. You know, like, imagine that, like going into work and your manager being like, hey, somebody outside is going to do a better job than you. Yeah, what are you doing for me we obviously hadn't had Espen had and then yes he didn't feature at all I just saw the results and that he DNF didn't show why he DNF'd it's a classic case of if he didn't have bad luck he'd have no luck at all he got a five second penalty for uh, incorrect positioning on the off the grid. Oh really? Yeah. Then oh, when that's, he,
0: that's, how, how did you uh, fuck that up?
1: Yeah, his own. Just as in, literally positioning the car, so he might have been a little bit ahead. He just missed little the bit yellow line. Yeah, he didn't jump to start. It was just the car wasn't okay, in the right okay. position. So we got a five second penalty for that. Came into the pits, served. Well, he thought he served his five. Second oh, it was a penalty. stop and go five second penalty? No, no, just a regular five second penalty. So, and yeah. so don't work on the car for five seconds. Yes, and then yeah. So came in to serve his five second penalty needed also to get a front wing changed and one of the mechanics started working on it before the five second mark. So he pulled out, done a couple of laps, oh, Jesus. got pinged for a 10 second penalty for not serving his five second penalty. Came in, served his 10 second penalty and then got pinged for speeding in the pit lane when oh, leaving for that. So I had to come back in and
0: serve a fifteen-second penalty. So oh I oh my god, wouldn't he, you be absolutely raising if you were that mechanic that started working on the front wing early and set all of that into motion? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, it was just it was horrible to watch. It was it was comedic like you you wouldn't. So why did he DNF then? Doesn't he just got loads of penalties? They, did, they didn't really explain why. Yeah, he just pulled into the pits and they stopped working on the car. I think it could have just been a case of here we gave it a run, but. Mechanical issues, yeah. So he was, I think he was a couple of laps down at the point.
0: When, you can't, when he you're was not allowed tired. to stop the car until until there's like safety issues with it, isn't it? Yeah, you're you're not technically allowed to mental health safety issues.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if <laughs> Alcon doesn't get out of the car, he's gonna drive into a wall. <laughs> yeah,
1: or drive into the mechanic. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, you're not technically allowed to just stop racing. But, yeah, they, they can give any number of reasons. They can say, oh, we've seen that on the car or fuel, you know. Would that not be investigated, though? I feel like that would. I don't think they would bother, um, ah. given the the scenario it is. And they could have been nursing a small issue in the car. You don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just a case of, uh, you know, ride right up to a, a poor day at the office, get away from it. <laughs> uh, another team that didn't have a great... Uh, Sunday afternoon was Haas, they had a great starting position, but as per usual, they just dropped like a ton of bricks straight off the line, and never really seemed to get going again after that, they were comfortably behind everyone else. They did else. decent enough in qualification, didn't they? Yeah, um, Hulkenberg got into Q3, it was quite the surprise.
0: Oh, I was right, yeah, yeah
1: Yes, Hulkenberg qualified Q3, great result. Magnussen was out in Q2, but still where they would want it to have been, you know, that they, they would have been happy with it.
0: Yeah, especially considering last year and so on and so forth. Like.
1: Yeah, but then just zero race pace and they couldn't fire up the tyres and just dropped down the field, down the field. Now, they, it was made look worse by how well Williams performed. I think that was quite the surprise package. Uh, obviously, Albon picking up points and... Logan Sargent getting a 12th place on his first mm. in his debut race yeah like that's that was a solid 10th place on merit yeah. on performance you know obviously the couple of DNFs ahead of them helped but they looked really good comfortable on the long ones decent with their tyres so it'll be interesting to see if they can develop that car because obviously it still looks very scant compared to the other cars in terms of aero tricks but you never know what they might do during the season they they will I think they'll be a, a contender to pick up 10th, 9th Anywhere they can, if there's tumbling in front of them. I thought I'm, you were going
0: to say they're big contender to pick up tenth in the in the constructor
1: championship. <laughs> they are, you know. <laughs> that's. I would say the last place they might be would be tenth. You know, they're right up there. Yeah, <laughs> but the the midfield is going to be so competitive this year. From you, you kind of have your top four teams there locked in. I think. I don't think Alpine or Alpha Romeo will bother Mercedes too much, but you're going to have your Red Bull, Aston Martin, Ferrari, Red Bull, and then after that there's. Only two points places left, so all of them teams are really going to be fighting to get whatever they can. Yeah. So a a point off the off the line for Williams is a good start. Obviously, when Haas didn't score, McLaren didn't score that's a great start for them sergeant yeah ran a really clean race got off the line well and kept his head down kept his head down and that's that's really all you can ask for on a,
0: a debut a, in a debut performance and uh, i hear has done quite well i didn't see much of him i thought at one point he was doing quite well i think he had actually been up in the top five i think for unmerited. yeah then, well that was
1: just kind of during pit, pit stops at different places so it's
0: more strategy than
1: yeah but still know. he was he picked yeah up points didn't he yeah, he p- picked up eight, so he was effectively best of the rest. Nice. A really solid race from him, yeah. So he seems to be quite at home with Alfa Romeo now after, obviously, the Merck changeover. He's so quite a nice moustache now. He has a beautiful... And a mullet. He's really Is embracing... Yeah, well, he has an Australian girlfriend, so... Oh. Yeah, so that that's where that's come in. He did some incredible ads during the, uh, the off-season with uh, VB, the kind of Dutch gold of Australia, Australia. yeah, <laughs> I did not see any of those must yeah them there were some some quality ads but yeah he ran a really good race again didn't have a huge pile to do and but got it done Gasly as well a really good performance from last on the grid you know after qualifying he kind of Ocon obviously in the top 10 looking at that first race he's always thinking oh no how what am I going to do to turn this round but yeah he really good race couple of good overtakes and just kept on the pace the whole way through and kept nine it looked like he was going to get Bottas towards the end but Bottas was able to hold him off so it was fine
0: Yeah, God the I don't like the look of the pink
1: uh, Alpine they're only going to run that for a couple of races oh they I think three races I think they're doing it here Miami and Saudi Arabia I could be wrong but yeah they're only going to run it for three races
0: and then it's back to the blue I wonder how much money uh, BWT are putting in because like they always whatever team they're with it they just seem to force them to have a pink leverage everywhere pink. all over it yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and yeah like do you have to do you charge your sponsors more to have pink on it I'd imagine so you surely would have to although like oh no no they're paying for it. like there's not like they're yeah but would it be like a tenner for black and uh, 20 quid for pink please but then it makes them stand out more so I suppose it helps it helps them all around
0: yeah so you can see your teammate. At a distance yeah exactly
1: and then it's just Alfa-Towry really who ran a fairly quiet race De Vries didn't offer a huge pile he was poor in qualifying
0: yeah I think him and Snowda had a bit of a tangle did it? no not a tangle more of like a, a
1: clipping yeah 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 they they introduced themselves to each other for their first <laughs> race together uh, De Vries yeah just didn't seem to have the, the confidence in the car that Sonoda had but I think that was a great performance from Sonoda obviously first and foremost you have to beat your teammate and he did that comprehensively yep. in both qualifying and the race so they will have chances to pick up points during the year I I hope for Yuki he can do that I think he's a good driver I think he just needs to get I think a string because he's the more
0: senior on the team now
1: Yes, despite being six odd years younger, yeah. Um, so this is his, he's into his third season now, so it's really pissing off the pot for Yuki at this stage. So I'd like to see him do yeah. well. Um, Red Bull don't have a huge pile coming up behind him, but you know you see how they swooped in, swooped in to get freeze there into that car because they knew he was coming up. He was looking for a seat. So, but Yuki, yeah, it's. It's a big season for him um, I, Because I don't see A slot firm In any of the other teams So he'll want to Lay down a marker That he's there to stay And that he can bring That Alpha tauri team forward Obviously with Gasly gone Who's been in the team Since 2018 You know he Big boots to fill really So Looking forward to see What he can do this season To sum up Red Bull Very fast Aston Martin
0: Fast McLaren Fuck <laughs> McLaren fuck then we have Mercedes and Ferrari, kind of in in a bit of an in between
1: at the minute. I think we'll need to see them on more tracks before we make any sweeping statements for the season. Yes, and then we have the midfield: Alpha, Alpine, both looking strong. Williams ready to pick up points where they can. And then, I assume you're uh, talking
0: about Alpha Romeo, yeah? Yes, no. sorry, Alpha Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify,
1: Alpha Tauri, Haas, and then McLaren. We have no idea. Yeah, I think
0: McLaren are obviously uh, working out some issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're in. going through some stuff. <laughs> so, Saudi Arabia is up next, and we'll be previewing that next week. Yeah, so something to look forward to. So we'll finish up the show today with a bit of
1: F-Pun, our section where we will be given a topic and have to come up with Formula One-related puns around that. What's our topic this week, Colm?
0: Chastity belts. No. <laughs> Um, What could we do? I We done movies last week, so we can't... No, we didn't. This is the first episode of this podcast. We done movies last week. So. <laughs> uh, songs? Yeah, we do songs. Yes. Rock me, mama, like a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the Nathan Carter version. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I was on that. What's the radio track called? Or what's the... <laughs> What's the barrier track called? It's just called Barrion. Sakir. Sakir. Seventy. That's <laughs>
1: nah, getting cut. Don't you no know, pump it up.
0: Obviously, very low hanging fruit of uh I don't know, you haven't listened to Hamilton at all, have you? Yes I have. Have you? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was alright.
1: All Alonso the Watchtower. <sighs> I've got one for for Ferrari. Yeah. Jarog Doom. <laughs> or for uh the Claire's engine. There she blows <laughs> There she blows again Okay this is going to be a stretch But Croc ock on a dial rock <laughs> What? Say it again Croc ock on a dial rock <laughs> oh <my> God <laughs> This one's rebel
0: You've got a fast car <laughs> Took a stroll Down the old long walk <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something for Australia. stroll yeah. With or without
1: Yuki, take a chance on Gasly.
0: Mmm. I like
1: that one. Mmm. Badas. da
0: Oh, what a wonderful world. <laughs> Castle on the Damon Hill. Oh, that's a good one. No, we're getting away from. Uh, Current, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. House of the Rising Tsunoda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't go breaking my car. Sky full of cars, counting cars. <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna look up songs with the,
1: <laughs> the word "car" in them. Don't worry, be flappy paddle gearbox.
0: <laughs> that was terrible. The safety lance. Oh, nice! You can call me Albon. <laughs> this one's for Ferrari, <laughs> I think on that note,
1: we'll finish up with our F1 fantasy. Uh, Tips and tricks Uh, Aston Martin Get every Aston Martin Thing You can afford (laughs) That is the only Advice we have For this week So that's our lot For episode one Thanks very much For listening everyone We'll be back next week To talk about The Saudi Arabian Grand Prix And what we think Is going to happen I've been Jason I'm still Colm Oh still anyway um, I don't know people say always what What do people say at the end of podcasts like oh like comment subscribe we're not starting an Instagram page for this so we'll get better we promise <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know rate it we're not committed to it <laughs> no rate it something give us like three stars please for now um, yeah don't bother following us anything because there's nothing to follow us on and uh, we'll see you next week
0: you'll hear us next week